1: Hey everybody, thank you for listening to my talk, 1071 Everything entertainment, it is the start of the Donna and Steve show. At your service for the next three hours, producer Dawn will hang out for an hour.
2: Hello, hello everybody. <laughs> hello, <laughs> oh, hello, good day to you all. Blessed evening, I trust. <laughs> yes,
1: indeed.
2: Uh, what time did everybody go to bed last night? Let's just go there and then we'll talk about Mars. <laughs> oh, I
1: can't. Let's get personal Ten, first. Ten-ish maybe? Great. 10 15? 10. 10 okay. I'm going to go ten thirty. Final answer.
2: All right, Eleven forty five.
1: Whoa. Dawn. Uh, D bone? We can't. I'm just
3: just the fifth.
2: It. No, Dawn.
1: Dawn.
3: Fess right what? now. Was
2: it super early or super late? I
1: have insomnia. Yeah. Oh, no.
2: Yeah, you're having trouble. I do have trouble. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> do you have the Calm app? Um,. I have everything. And I have, this is I have like, everything. I have medication. I this have. is not good. It's, 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 I have a friend who has this. Sometimes she doesn't fall asleep until like 5.45 in the morning. Yeah. And she's just, I mean, just misses on the day. Sometimes Dawn, I don't Dawn sleep. Don hasn't at all. gone
2: to bed. She hasn't. That's why she <laughs> didn't answer her question. Oh, no. And by the way, I did
3: go to bed. I just was. I didn't fall asleep until midnight, I think.
2: Donna? <sighs> Here's what yeah. we have to do okay. when when the topic of uh, sleep excuse us, Don. When the topic <laughs> of sleep comes up with an insomniac, um, we can't offer any suggestions right. because oh, and here's course. why. Here's what I like in it too. It's yep. like what I had very picky eaters when they when the kids were young, especially.
1: And everybody's got an opinion. every parent.
2: Oh, and they all came through with this breakthrough idea. <laughs> have you tried introducing new foods to them? I get Wait, it. hang on. Let me grab a pen yeah. and a pad. I want to write this down. Talk slower. You're right. You're right. I'll get them in the kitchen. Doesn't I don't have it. them take owner. Yeah, she does. She's just oh, hearing. On a normal day, especially then we start talking about our insomnia. <laughs> Don, we're happy that you're here, yeah, thank and we you. we send our love toward you. Yes.
3: it's okay, it's all good, man. I just, yeah, I don't remember what it's like to not feel tired. Oh <laughs>
1: man, I literally don't, you don't remember. Even, you know, you don't even have a newborn at home. No, oh, thank God. Oh, could you
2: imagine? She's well, living I'm the same nightmare anyway. <laughs> That's this what I mean. Right? Elizabeth Reese is not sleeping at all right now. Uh, Her little Heathcliff wakes up like every hour or two she's so Don. you're experiencing that same yeah. thing you may as well
3: you know and, and the uh, i think the key to this is that i take something of uh, maybe something someone said to me or maybe an email i sent and i will obsess about mm. wh- no! how i'm perceived over and over to the point where i cannot stop the intrusive thoughts that's, oh, that's my tough. problem and no. it's gotten way worse during the pandemic i've, oh, I've always tough. had anxiety but it's to a level of yeah so anyway i'm getting on some new medication okay
2: this is this is great we this need is to great.
1: hypnotize you <laughs> okay <laughs> so I, I'll... I'll figure out how to do that well and... as
2: you're talking to a guy who won the champion hypnotic subject on a cruise when oh, i yeah, was yeah.
1: Don't, don't get him started 20 please.
2: so please don't i rapped in japanese it was fake japanese but still had a crowd going <laughs> i'm so sports.
1: fascinated by that He's... I was drunk. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. I... Uh, yeah, you had like
1: five tequilas and a half. No, 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 no. It was. was like...
2: I think it was seven champagnes <laughs> in, a, in a period of about a half hour oh. at this champagne waterfall in the lobby of the cruise ship. Well, they then come was a, in those
1: skinny, skinny champagne little waterfall.
0: glasses.
2: <laughs> then there was a hypnotist. So we went to the big theater. The place was packed. I don't know. 1,500 people. <laughs> And then they had already chosen their subjects. I ran up to the stage. And then he said, oh, I think we've got one more. Realizing, oh, this kid's going to be putty in my hands. Oh no, no. I went up. Long story short, I ended up rapping in fake Japanese. By the end of it, a call and response. I was saying, "sum some, simple to pay. And then I put the mic out. Like, Done. They say. were responding. They were <laughs> no. saying, some, sum simple to pay. My family was saying afterward, how did you do it? What was it like being able to speak Japanese? I said, guys. I wasn't speaking Japanese. This was improv fueled what? by That's champagne. Amazing. It was wow. frightening. Oh, my gosh. I and then I got a trophy. That. And my I think that, is there a video? There is not a video. Oh, that was shoot. just before the time of, this was in 2003 okay. or four. Yeah, you'd
1: never get away with that today. It oh, would no. Be culturally, you know, uh,
3: I, offensive. I am sure.
2: Yeah, and I would have blamed the hypnotist. He's coming down <laughs> with me. He made me speak in Japanese. That's
3: true. It's... Fake Japanese. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
2: Speaking of um, foreign places, yeah, okay. we're really making some waves on Mars.
1: Mm. I know NASA just released this stunning—did I say it wrong?
2: No, you're okay. great.
1: Stunning video of Perseverance rover landing on Mars, and now we have the first audio recording <gasps> What's taken it sound on the like? red. Well, you're going to have to listen very carefully. I believe we have one of the scientists at NASA mm-hmm. kind of gu- guiding us through it. Here's a little clip.
2: Um, I invite you now to, if you would like to close your eyes and just imagine yourself sitting on the surface of Mars and listening to to the surroundings. Uh, If I could have the first one, please. So that gentle whirl that happens in the background—that yeah. is a noise made by the rover. Oh, okay. Oh. But yes, okay. what you did hear ten seconds in was an actual wind gust on yeah. the surface of Mars okay, we picked heard up that. by the microphone, yeah. sent back to us here on Earth. That's incredible. It indicates that was around a five meter per second type of wind gust. Um, so we have actually we can sit here now and, and actually tell you that we have recorded sound from the surface of Mars.
1: I think there's so one we have there. a second
3: one. which basically to Basically,
2: further reduced the noise of the rover so you can just hear uh, what the wind would sound like on Mars. And once again, I invite you to, to sit back and yeah. uh, have a listen to okay. what it would sound like. Close your like eyes, you. yes, sir. I'll okay. fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are closed. This was the key. She needs Martian wind.
1: It's like our wind. It sounds like Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie That's cool. <laughs> Okay, that's neat. I mean, just knowing how far away it is and it's got kind of similar sounds.
3: It's great. I think this
2: is really fun.
1: I wanted
3: that high pitched whizzing Mm. sound to be the sound of Mars, but it's just the rover.
0: Yeah,
2: totally Not that Um, I'm
3: disappointed. By
2: the way, hey, Donna.
3: Hey, Steve.
2: Would you mind linking up? See the yellow link that I got there? Maybe we could throw this up there. Yes, of course. There's there's this really cool. if, If you or your partner or kids, grandkids, whatever. If you know someone in your your world who's really interested in what's happening on Mars right now, um, there is a guy who has a really successful YouTube channel, Mark Rober. And by the way, if you feel like your kids waste time on YouTube, have them start watching Mark Rober because then they will be learning really advanced Mm. STEAM and STEM things. He is a uh, former NASA engineer. And I think he's in his 30s now. And he worked for NASA for seven years or so. And um, and he worked on the last rover that went to Mars. Now, he does all sorts of crazy science experiments. And it's really fun. And he's an easy watch. But um, his latest video is all about what's going on in Mars and talking with the team that prepped the rover and seeing it up close uh, at NASA's headquarters it's very interesting very well done very informative and so it it's a it's just a really cool video don can you play the beginning of this link yeah. just so that you get a little flavor for who this guy mark rober is and he is again just a really some YouTubers are like "What's up, guys? Welcome back." Oh, he, is, yeah. okay. he is laid back okay, and good. good to listen to. So here if he is look from right the top. Right
0: behind me, you'll see the center of the universe. And the reason it's called the center of the universe is because that's NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and all of the orbiters, probes, and spacecraft we've sent out into the solar system and beyond send all their signals right back here to be processed. And that will ever be more apparent than in a few days when the next Mars rover named Perseverance concludes its seven-month journey. To our neighboring red planet Mars, autonomously navigating itself for a terrifying seven minutes, traveling from 15 times the speed of a bullet to a gentle three miles per hour touchdown, all while live streaming the key data the whole way down. Wow. So he
2: waxes poetic and it's shot beautifully and he only does one video a month, I think. So he spends it's really well produced. And it's everything from an inside look at NASA to here is a squirrel trap that he set up in his backyard. It's just very, very, and breaking down the science of it all the whole way. Mark Rober Ooh, on YouTube. We'll, we'll okay, link it up on the uh, show links page. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Okay. Um, Facebook question today is also our confession What makes a physically attractive person less attractive?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a specific phrase
2: that is an immediate downgrade in my head. I'll tell you what that is when we get to 1130. Uh, Meanwhile, after the break, we will dig into the bag of things that make you go, huh, I got a fun fact about horses. I got a fun fact about Rhode Island. And do you think you know the color of Guinness's beer? Everybody knows a Guinness beer. Well, you don't. You're wrong. We'll tell you what it actually is when we come back on Donna and Steve on my talk.
1: Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast.
2: Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body.
1: Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true. But women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt. Like, continuously
2: local company right here in minnesota chill boys comfort where it counts
1: welcome back to the show the donna and steve show on my talk 1071. everything entertainment
2: huh. uh, let's start with guinness okay everybody loves a good guinness nah it's not that great it's fine guinness officially <laughs> says that their beer Isn't black, which it appears in your mug because it looks like a nice stout, thick, opaque. It's actually a dark ruby red. Mm. So Hmm. next time you have a Guinness drought, nope, stout poured, take a look. Hold it up to the light. See if you can see the ruby red. Mm Okay.
3: If you drink half of it, you will.
2: They'll oh, is that see right? All
3: kinds of things.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now,
2: this on Rhode Island. This is a fun fact. We love geography on this show. Yeah, oh,
3: yeah. yeah sure. oh, we're good at it. We've
2: already declared that will 100% be our state fair shirt for 2021. It'll just say, We love geography. That'd be cute. <laughs> we won't do that. Rhode Island, Donna, is the smallest state. Yes, it is. But it technically has the longest name. Its oh. official name is State of Rhode Island, not Rhode Island. We should be calling it State of Rhode Island. It's eighteen letters. The next closest are North and South Carolina. Thirteen letters apiece.
1: Hmm. Isn't that some? Yeah. Fun facts. the monkey
2: Give me a give me a festive transition.
1: La 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 la.
2: We have spoken about horses before on this show. We are not anti-horse by any stretch.
1: Love horses.
2: Horses cannot breathe through their mouths. Mouths. Oh, really? Oh, that's fun. Fact. Only through what? their giant noses, which really.
1: <sighs> that explains a lot. Yeah.
2: How could you not breathe through a mouth that big?
1: Why don't they just
3: try it? <laughs> you give it, it a try, you'll enjoy it
2: There could be a self-limiting belief in place Yeah With the equestrian equine community hmm. I've been bitten by a horse <gasps> I don't like that oh. yeah. You gotta be careful You gotta be careful They can bite right at you if, And then if you're feeding them an apple You need to like really keep a flat hand And they can still crunch on your fingers I went but to a camp with are, horses
1: Their lips are so... Soft and cute.
2: Yeah, there. It's very relaxing to pet a horse's face
1: and to have it nibble on you, just with its lips, not its teeth. No, okay, just okay. <laughs>
2: okay. Oh, yeah. no. I just wanted to let it hang. Yeah, I wanted to listen okay. to them, drink Truth it, it in told for a I've going never going had a
1: horse on? do that. Only a donkey.
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I
1: framed a picture of Jack from my trip to South Dakota and have it prominently displayed in my kitchen that's so cute
2: (laughs) for those who don't remember this is the donkey that just came right up near the house that you were staying in like at the door yeah he wanted to come
1: in the house and i'm like what do you want i don't know what you want he was very food motivated of course Mm, yeah he was like just looking for food nibbling on my hand i'm like i'm not holding anything yeah he was great
2: huh
1: jack he was a uh mammoth donkey
2: what is that a big donkey
1: I hope. He appeared very big to me. Did he? Yep.
2: Like a horse size? Yep.
1: I wasn't sure if he was a jackass. Wait. Yeah, a jackass is a... Right? Isn't that part horse? A mule. I didn't know if he was a mule or a donkey.
2: Okay, well, I'm looking up jackass. (laughs) It's an American reality comedy television series. Oh, is that right?
1: (laughs) I think I may have heard of that. What does... Are we going to go into this horse? Well, we hole? have to,
2: because you, I'm sorry, you just doubled down on jackass. And so now no, you mule. are thinking of a, mule. A, okay, a jackass is, definition one in the dictionary is a stupid person. Definition two is a male, a double snakes or donkey.
1: Okay.
2: A mule is a hybrid of a horse and a donkey. I think this is how it works. Wait. Did a horse and a donkey create I, a mule, I hate correct? you right now, yes. yes. No, 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 I'm serious. But yes, but
1: a mule and a mule can't create a mule. A
2: mule cannot be a dad produce, or a right, mom. You're right. That's crazy that there are...
1: They just put the brakes on the whole thing.
2: Any mules, they go, how we can really they? shouldn't really
1: exist. Yeah.
3: And so
2: they say it's our responsibility to stop this? Yeah. And who was the first to... Is it a male horse that has to impregnate the female donkey or could a, oh f- could a male God, he's donkey? Doing
1: it. He's doing
3: it. He's
2: doing
1: what? You're no,
3: doing what you do. The donkey or the I'm, horse is doing it.
2: I'm they thinking, it. can a donkey impregnate a horse or can a horse only impregnate a donkey? That's a worthy question, Donna.
1: I do not believe in follow-up questions.
2: <laughs> how okay hang on how are mules oh made? god he's gonna do it. <laughs> well <laughs> let me just say <laughs> i need to close this okay mules result from a female okay ah! oh Jesus. who would have thought what unbelievable is mules result from a female horse mating with a male donkey oh a hinny is a male mule resulting from the pairing of a female donkey and a male, and a male horse, horse. A oh, candy. my gosh. A molly oh. God. is a female mule resulting from a female donkey and a male horse. Draft mules are bred from draft mare horses coupled with male donkeys. And that comes under the headline, Did Humans Create Mules? <laughs> okay.
1: Anyway, I have a picture of a donkey in my kitchen.
2: Donna, see, what I added enhanced that story. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fight against it, all right? You have a picture of a donkey. okay, all right. Now we all know something. Uh, Hey, the first time snowflake was used, the term snowflake was used in its current form to describe someone sensitive or fragile or needing to be coddled. Like,
1: okay, snowflake.
2: Yes, often thrown towards millennials. Um, Was actually in the movie Fight Club.
1: Oh, I would have said Cobra
2: Kai. Oh, ah. you're loving it, aren't you? So good. It is such it a is great so show. Don. Yep. Can we convince you to watch that show? Uh, you can't convince Don to do anything, really. Yeah, I, I don't. Th-
1: I don't think Don.
2: <laughs> wants time. to be
1: told what to do.
2: <laughs> no, that's you.
1: What is this? That's me too.
2: Yeah. If I if I if I enthusiastically I've... suggest a show to Donna. In principle, she resists.
1: But Dawn suggests things that Donna has told me to watch. That's true, because we get each other. Like if you told me to watch something, I would watch it. Ah right. You're my buddy boo. (laughs) You're my baby buddy boo. I'm here. All right. uh, we're gonna get a little dark when we come back because I did watch episode one of Alan versus Pharaoh. And if you didn't believe Dylan before, I think you will now after seeing this documentary. Mm. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. We'll get to um, Cobra Kai in a moment. I thought we can start with like the the heavier stuff mm, here. Right. Yep. I watched part one of a four-part documentary called Alan vs. Pharaoh. It is available on HBO Max. And it basically tells a story entirely from the perspective of... Dylan, the daughter of Mia Farrow, and Mia Farrow, and family and friends and witnesses. We all know the story that his, um, uh, I can't say his daughter, well, I guess his daughter, um, not his biological daughter, but his daughter, his girlfriend's daughter, uh, had accused him of, um, of sexual abuse and this has been going on for a long time, but Mia Farrow has really never spoken out before. She's been like pretty mum for decades. Hmm. So it's about their, it's not just about that. It's about their relationship, how they met, how they fell in love. Um, and then it gets into some in-depth stuff. And what they did was, in addition to like all these interviews with, Dylan, which there's some shocking stuff there and some crazy stuff that really makes you go, oh, yeah, I, this is weird, his behavior. Some of it you could even see on film because Mia Farrow uh, took a lot of video sure. uh, as the kids were growing up. And you can kind of see like the weird, the weird tension and the the way the little girl kind of changed her personality over time like she started to withdraw there are those interviews there's um they've got police files affidavits sworn testimony taped conversations they've got like 60 boxes of documentation that were taken from an attorney storage room that have been untouched since the 1990s it's really taking a deep dive and it's telling a more like a uh, detailed story than I think all of us have heard because we've maybe heard things in bits and pieces.
0: Hmm.
1: And, like, maybe, uh, you know, there was a Rolling Stone interviewer, then we hear from Ronan Farrow, um, who is the only biological uh, child of Woody Allen, who really didn't have that much of a relationship with him. But it is so good. Hmm. Um, Woody Allen does not participate. In this, but they do use audio from his memoir that came out last year, in which he kind of describes his relationship with Dylan and just some weird stuff. Like Mia Farrow wanted to have another child and she wanted to adopt a child with Woody. And he said, Okay, I'm not going to take any. P-. They didn't live together, by the way they always lived in separate residences throughout hmm. their, like, decade-long because she had seven kids. They both lived in Central Park, but across the park from one another. So he... Um, so she had seven kids. She wanted to have another. And he was like, well, I really want a blonde baby. Like, how weird is that?
2: that is and he so wanted weird. a
1: girl. He wants. He wanted a girl. So... It, it's just some really bizarre stuff. But anyway, that was the first of four parts. I think it comes out every Sunday. Hmm. So every Sunday around 8 o'clock our time. If that is you know something that you've been interested in, highly recommend. It's
2: interesting. Um, I'm just looking around at some headlines about it. On the New York Post, there's one from Andrea Peiser, uh writing an opinion piece on it saying, Put me on Team Woody. Mia Farrow is full of it.
1: Wow. Interesting.
2: Whoa. Um then on I it's interesting, Rotten Tomatoes gives it an eighty-one percent episode one of Allen versus Pharaoh. IMDB, I don't know who gets the vote there. Mm-hmm. They get it, they give it a 2.4 out of ten. Wow. Um
1: why? I don't get it. I mean it I was know, so I don't know. um there were obviously now I will say it is completely from the perspective. Of Mia Farrow and and that her family and Dylan Woody Allen was asked to participate I believe but he claims that it was so it was like weeks before the documentary was about to air and he's calling it a hatchet job hmm. but if you listen to her, her side of the story there are things where uh, there's a renowned psychoanalyst who lived in their apartment building who warned Mia and said hey called her and said i the way that woody greeted your daughter was um disturbing mm. and called her then you know woody ends up marrying mia farrow's daughter yeah that was that's, that's a that's weird one been guys. very strange she found so Sunyi Previn, and and that was She was adopted by Mia's first husband. So they adopted her together. That's the last name Previn. Um, In her final year of marriage to him. So she goes off to college. She's in her first year of college. And Mia Farrow... And I I don't think I'm giving anything away. I think she's talked about this in articles before. um, Or at least Dylan has. She went over to his apartment to get a coat she had the day off to get a coat that they had left behind her and one of the kids and she found all these naked pictures of her daughter polaroids and she said i don't even think that playboy would accept these photos they were more hustler type photos
2: how can i ask how old was her daughter in these photographs So
1: maybe 18 because she just started she was a freshman in college Just really disturbing stuff. There's more that's even more disturbing than what I'm saying right now, but it'll come out for sure. I just hope that um, I really just
3: want people to be believed, victims to be believed, that they don't have to constantly defend themselves. Well, I think, you know, I do know that there are people in a, you know, I think it's a very small amount of people who have some type of a mental condition where they would lie about something like this but for the most part i just want victims to be i do
1: too and it wasn't just dylan who i believe was seven at the time but it wasn't just her telling what happened it was a lot of the observations that were kind of red flags Hmm. that anybody would be like okay that's weird did you see the way he touched her or he tried to get her away from all the other kids to play with her, and then she just wanted to play with the kids. You know, mm. at that point, there there were a lot of... There were many other things. that, And it wasn't just, again, Dylan telling the story. Um, it was other witnesses, people who were concerned. Mm. And well, you for, could see it on film.
2: For what it's worth, Woody Allen and, uh, and Soon-Yi Previn did release a joint statement Mm -hmm. after the release. And they say that these documentaries had, documentarians rather, had no interest in the truth. Instead, they spent years surreptitiously collaborating with the pharaohs and their enablers to put together a hatchet job riddled with falsehoods. And they went on to say, as has been known for decades, these allegations are categorically False. Multiple agencies investigated them at the time and found that whatever Dylan Farrow may have been led to believe, absolutely no abuse had ever taken place. It is sadly unsurprising that the network to air this is HBO, which has a standing production deal and business relationship with Ronan Farrow.
1: Mm, that is While true.
2: this shoddy hit piece may gain attention, it does not change the facts. That from Woody Allen and Suni Previn.
3: Of mm. course, they're going to say. Cool. That. What are they going to say? Sure. Yeah, I did. Oh, it. yeah. You know what? After all these years, I'm going to come clean and say, yeah, I'm a creep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're going
1: to lie. Yeah. It's there. You
3: guys I have HBO are some
2: Max. Things. Maybe I should check this out. I,
1: at least watch the first episode, Steve. Yeah. Because it, it is alarming. So I don't want to say some of the things that.
2: Yeah. Because it's so.
1: It's so creepy. disturbing. Yeah. yeah. So if you watch it.
2: Then I don't have to hear you say it out loud, which will make me feel better about you. Thank you.
1: Exactly. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, that is called uh, Alan versus Pharaoh. It is available on HBO Max. It comes out every Sunday. Episode 1 is available right now. Now, Cobra Kai... I can't get enough of it. I don't know what to do. I <laughs> did you finish I'm the first
2: upset. season? Yes. Yes, Fully? I'm already
1: two and a half into the, or maybe even three into the second season. Oh my god! Now
2: you weren't <laughs> a so huge like uh, crack. original uh, Karate Kid fan, but like the reveal, there's a reveal at the end of season one, right toward the end of that episode, the, the season finale. Yes. Did that? Did that click for you? Did that? Oh, yeah. Okay, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's yes. a good reveal. And so I didn't mean to compare it to
1: crack. That was terrible. I've never had this. Don't do drugs, kids.
2: I just—I was trying to think of something. Statement?
1: I was trying to think of something addictive that sugar. It's like a sugar rush. It's there like Mountain we go. Dew. Yes, it's like okay. Well, they're so short. I might as well just let it roll into the next episode.
2: I know. It's
1: how they get you. Yep. It's <laughs> like candy. So
2: now let us formally let. May I handle this, Donna? Sure. Done. Yep. I. Encourage you if <laughs> if bored. Check this out. I think you might really like the pacing of it, the throwback '80s vibes, quirky, funny writing, characters well, yeah, are well written, funny. I think you would enjoy it.
3: Okay, I have uh, some other things I got to get through first, but I will once I get through Umbrella Academy and all the oh, episodes yeah. of Sex in the City. I oh, am, my God. I am on season two. All of right. Sex we'll the see stage. you in a couple Goodbye. of
2: weeks. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> on that note, if you see something, we always encourage you to say something. Steve saw something.
2: You remember El Chapo? Yes. El Chapo, what an incredible story there. I mean, just incredible. El Chapo, the, the drug lord running like a cartel Remember on Sean
3: Penn? <laughs> drugs? We just went over the right. yeah, I know, she yeah, yeah, yeah. And drugs on.
2: are bad. Remember drugs. Sean
1: Penn went and interviewed yes. him or something?
2: And then he had an incredible... Well, anyway, his wife is in the news today.
1: Oh, no. If you were
2: the wife of a jailed criminal... What's the one thing you would just say, you know what I'm not going to do? Well, <laughs> she ended up doing it. I'll oh. tell you what. why she's making headlines today. And uh, we're just going to stick with that.
1: All right. Well, we'll start there, okay? We'll
2: start there and see what else we get to. Okay. The stupidity of it all. Coming up next on Donna and Steve.
1: Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, and now we talk about El Chapo's wife. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh.
2: That is catchy,
0: huh?
1: Time for If You See something, something, Say Something with Donna
2: and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey. Hey, guys.
1: Hey, Steve.
2: I have news about the El Chapo no, Empire. Don't. Okay. Okay. The Justice Department says the wife of Mexican drug kingpin and escape artist, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, has now been arrested on international drug trafficking charges at an airport in Virginia. Now, she is...
1: I have so many questions.
2: She is in the, the mugshot. You ever see someone in a mugshot and the look is like, oh, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> that is the look that she has in the Alexandria Sheriff's Office mugshot. Oh, God. She looks like she's heading to a business meeting and not shaken at all. Uh, Emma Coronel Aspero is a 31 year old former beauty queen.
1: 31?
2: Uh, she was arrested at Dallas International Airport in Virginia on Monday and is expected to appear in federal court in Washington on Tuesday afternoon. She is a dual citizen of the United States and Mexico. Uh, her, the, the, the deal here is this. She was arrested in the U.S., uh, yesterday, accused of helping her husband run his multi-billion dollar cartel and plot his audacious escape from a Mexican prison in 2015. Point is, it sounds like they've got her on old charges. Maybe they've been oh. trying to track her down, mm-hmm. get her at a time. I don't know if she was actively involved in a, a, a trafficking situation at that point or not. I You know, it's weird whenever you have anyone who is um, international. An international suspect is tricky just with laws and stuff, and then they've got to come on your land in order for you to then arrest them with whatever your cause is. Whole thing.
1: Can I ask a question? Yes, please. Is El Chapo alive or dead?
2: I believe El Chapo is alive.
1: And he's he's in protective custody.
2: I would think so. Uh, for those who don't remember, El Chapo ran a cartel responsible for smuggling mountains of cocaine, is how the AP describes it, and other drugs into these United States during his 25 year reign. That's what prosecutors have said in recent court papers. They also said his army of sicarios or hitmen were under orders to kidnap torture and kill anyone who got in his way. Oh,
3: my God! like Ozark.
2: His prison breaks yeah. <laughs> then became the stuff of legend and raised serious questions about whether Mexico's justice system was capable of holding him accountable. In one case, he escaped through an entry under the shower in his cell to a mile-long oh, yeah. lighted tunnel with a motorcycle. You remember this? On rails.
1: No, I don't remember this. Oh, my yeah, word. Yeah, that planning. is a tunnel. Very resourceful. It was
2: incredible. The the planning for the escape was extensive, uh, and his wife, prosecutors say, played a key role. So now they have her in custody. As I remember it, when El Chapo was in jail back in 2015 or 2016, um, he had already been. Known as an escape art, you just couldn't you just couldn't keep him, and he had escaped, I believe, from prison yeah. once or more times before mm-hmm. that. But then this one, sixty minutes, if I recall, did a tour of the tunnel, and they showed this this yes. cell, this cell, and how it dropped down underneath the shower, and then it goes into a tunnel. The tunnel goes, and Donna, I believe, it <gasps> popped up in someone else's tub. A mile away. Yeah,
3: in another house, right? And, yes, and he in had.
1: Tub?
2: He had all of these situations where he could be. Then in someone's house, they get word that authorities are on the lookout. Lift up the tub. El Chapo goes into a tunnel.
1: No, no kidding. Yes. Oh my god! So this very advanced. It really reminds. Did anybody watch Weeds on yes, Showtime? Such a great show. It kind of had a similar tunnel. It wasn't coming from a jail cell, but mm-hmm. uh, that was just this. Insanely intricate. Just
3: how how, how do, do they, they do not that? know? Well, that, here's what you hear: tunneling happening around the prison. Like right, what's that ting, sound? Ting, it's ting. just a constant, you know. Well,
2: here's what they did. They say court papers charge that Coronel uh, Guzman El Chapo's wife worked with El Chapo's sons. And a witness, who is now cooperating with the U.S. government, by the way, to organize the construction of that underground tunnel that El Chapo used to escape from the Altiplano prison, which was in an attempt to prevent his extradition to the United States. So the plot included this, purchasing a piece of land near the prison, purchasing firearms and an armored truck, and smuggling him a GPS watch so that they could pinpoint his exact whereabouts so as to construct the tunnel with an entry point accessible to him. (laughs) That's pretty damn... They're
1: really smart.
2: They are wicked smart, literally.
3: How long did it take him to dig this tunnel?
2: This is a great question. By the way, El Chapo sentenced to life on bars in 2019. Let me see if I can... Find that it would you would imagine.
3: I mean, gosh, a very long wow.
1: time. It's, it's not like a little short tunnel. No, this, this is, is like
3: is a like... Big, like we'll make sure he's comfortable so he can stand up in the tunnel. It's like, like tunnel. a
1: mine. Like
2: oh listen to this. Oh my god! Listen to what his wife did after Al Chapa was re-arrested following his escape, which was incredible. Um His wife lobbied the mexican government to improve her husband's prison conditions (laughs) worthy costs and after he was convicted in 2019 she then moved to launch a clothing line in his name whose jeans are those what writing does it say on your butt (laughs) that says el chapo el chapo (laughs) they could have made uh, a line of lip balm el chapo stick (laughs) Oh, my God. You could have done all sorts of things.
1: really good.
3: Uh, She has been involved
2: in the drug trade since she was a little girl.
1: That is really sad.
2: Oh, Lord.
1: Oh, I wonder if she was a mule. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys ever see that movie, um, Maria... Do
2: you want to escape dry lips? Sorry, go ahead.
1: Maria Full of Grace? (laughs) No. It's really disturbing. It's like... All these women, I don't I think they were from Colombia. And they they were enticed by money mm. obviously just to take a trip, but what they would do would they'd make them swallow all these drugs <gasps> in little plastic bags. Ew. Yes. Yeah. And then oh, when they'd get to their destination, they, poop they them would, out. Yeah, they would make them take laxatives, <laughs> poop them out. Terrible. Just horrifying stuff.
2: Going Sounds on. like a what if you don't typical trip to, to customs. You gotta
1: buy
3: a Ziploc brand, right? Mm. What if it comes undone? Yeah, I and swear it was in
2: there. I told you to drugged. double bag it. Oh my What's god! Well,
3: now it's been ingested into my system. Yes, let's, let's go, go to ho- the
2: club. <laughs> Horrible stuff. <laughs>
1: Damn, Steve! Wow, you were the last person I thought was going to bring us an El Chapo, a Mrs. El Chapo story today. Well,
2: El Chapo really intrigued me when he got away. When I saw that tunnel, it's it, that's a. If you're at home or you're near a computer right now. YouTube that later, El Chapo's Tunnel, it's it's just remarkable. It's remarkable. It is
1: the, like nothing you uh, could even imagine. Like, it's almost like he had, you know, workers with dynamite working on it for years.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he had people on the inside of that Mexican prison that helped him, that he was like, hey, I'm getting out of here. And if you say anything, I will kill you. And if yeah. you don't, I'll give you some money
3: probably Boy, yeah i
2: think you, lesson of the day by the way since we have some kids doing distance learning who are listening oh, um don't doubtful. second time we're saying this don't do drugs and also don't traffic them don't um don't be yeah, a mule don't
1: think you can All right. get away with oh we're oh, back full circle
2: back mule. to mules
1: and mules by wow. the way are products of what a horse horses and, and, donkeys. and donkeys
2: yeah a female like, horse and a male donkey
1: I'll I'll buy that for now.
2: What is the donkey? Use a stepladder? That's a very good question.
1: I really think it is uh, an artificial process, Steve.
2: Oh, really? I think so. I don't know.
1: Dawn might know. why would I know? Because
3: your sister has a (gasps) hobby farm. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a natural process. They just let them all in the
1: same pan together. Really? Yep. (laughs) I don't believe you. All right, Dawn is leaving. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thank you so much. Brother Rob is going to come in with a dirt alert. We've got some music news. Uh, Steve, your buddy Jay-Z, just sold half of one of his brands. But we don't know anything about new music right now. So we'll get to that coming up next.